I just walked in and I said, you know, hey, I'm, I'm my name's Alex. I'm I'm here to see the copiers. And uh, she said, oh, OK, Alex, that's fine. And I had full access to all of their print equipment throughout the whole organization. Welcome to Outbound, where we talk about strategies and tactics to help you build deeper relationships with your ideal customers. I'm your host, Joseph Lewin, and on the show with me today is Alex Garner. Alex, welcome to the show. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, thank you, Joseph. I appreciate it. And it's really an honor to, to be on the show. Um, I love what you guys are doing and how they're helping sales reps like me. Um, so in brief, my name is Alex Garner. I am an account manager for ProSource Technologies uh, based out of Cincinnati. Uh, my, I live in Eastern Kentucky, Prestonsburg to be specific, um, and my territory is Eastern Kentucky. And so I'm focused on um, reaching accounts in Eastern Kentucky, helping them take their print solutions specifically um, from deficient, in, uh, inefficient uh, processes to making them automated, uh, reliable service um, and streamlining, streamlining all of their print solutions. And I'm also a pastor in Eastern Kentucky, so and a father and a husband. So that's what I spend my time doing. So Alex, what is your secret sauce for building relationships with your customers? Yeah, I mean, and it's really, I mean, it's really no secret. Obviously it's the whole purpose of this show. It's prioritizing relationships fundamentally by doing what other reps or account managers aren't doing. And a simple way that I try to separate myself is, is by bringing hot, fresh donuts to accounts. Um, and so instead of just walking in, trying to talk about speeds and feeds and copiers and toner, like the other account managers that are walking into accounts doing, I, I try to lead with some warm donuts and, and uh, fresh conversations that way. Um, so Alex, can you tell me about a time when bringing those fresh donuts and building that connection has paid off for you? Yeah, um, I've, I've really seen it pay off specifically in the education space, uh, K through 12 education spaces. Uh, my wife being a high school math teacher here in Eastern Kentucky um, and me having brought donuts to her high school before, which is not a current account of mine. Um, but in that district, actually, I, I, I use this tactic and it one, it makes the whole staff get on uh, Team Alex or Team ProSource when this rep is providing donuts for the teachers that are working so hard there. But it, it just, it, it separates myself in that, you know, one, it shows that uh, I care about the account and that I'm investing my own money and resources into just providing a small token of, of appreciation of what they're already doing. Um, and so, for example, um, this one instance when school kicked back off in August, uh, you know, being a pastor as well, um, I provided, you know, multiple boxes of donuts and then just gave them a, a note that said, you know, hey, uh, praying that you have a great school year. Um, didn't mention anything about um, copiers, didn't mention anything about, you know, future opportunities to sell them equipment. Uh, because I didn't want it to be about that at that moment in time. You know, I didn't want him to think that, oh, I'm just doing this to get to, you know, point A to B. Um, it was really just an open-ended, you know, here's a gift from me to you. Thank you for what you do for our community. And um, and those that effort has led to um, hardware hardware sales uh, for me. Um, so it has worked out in that in that end. But more importantly, 
I've been able to gain relationships that I can connect with um, through that simple means of, of just providing donuts. And I mean, let's be real. I mean, if, if someone doesn't know who you are and you're walking in with fresh donuts, you're going to get a conversation. You're going to get a, you know, hey, you know, who, what's your name? Who are you with? You know, thank you. Why are you doing this? So um, it really is a great way to break the ice. Actually, I hadn't really thought of this until right this second, but uh, for a little while I was working at Chick-fil-A uh, and I was doing some marketing stuff uh, while I was working at this one specific uh, Chick-fil-A and we were doing that. I mean, we were getting sandwiches or cookies and bringing it to specifically schools in the area and dropping it off. Okay. And, uh, we had some different events that were coming up, so we would you know, drop off a whole tray of food or a thing of cookies or whatever and be like, Hey, awesome. we're just around the corner. And yeah, yeah. people love it. <laughs> you bring yeah. uh, a dozen chocolate chip cookies or, you know, yep. a bunch of Chick-fil-A sandwiches. It's like yeah. <laughs> really works what, wonders what, in building rapport man. with people. Yeah. And the, and the quickest way to my wallet is through my stomach. And so if anyone wants to get me to buy something, I mean, the, the best way for that to happen is to offer me some free food. So yeah. So what is um, what are some practical steps that people can take yeah. to build that rapport? You know, and I know it look kind of mm-hmm. different potentially uh, depending on what industry you're in. And But how would you recommend that people go about building genuine connection and relationship like that yeah. before the sale? Yeah. Well, and I, and I do want to tell I do want to preface this in that, you know, I'm I'm getting ready to come up on my first year. So next month will make a year that I've been in you know, explicit sales role, um, you know, previously this, I've just been a full-time pastor. And so, um, I've, I have experience in relationships, um, uh, but I was new to the business of, of sales, but really, you know, and, and I, we said this before we went live too, Joseph is that, you know, I don't have, you know, thousands of dollars worth of sales training, but I have, you know, many hours, thousands of hours of experience and, and building genuine relationships. And, and that's what I want to encourage people as, as I get ready to share this is that, you know, you can be new to sales, but exceptional in building relationships that lead to sales. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't take, uh, you can be a successful salesman or saleswoman uh, without having to, you know, have, you know, cheesy pitches or, undercut people. I mean, you can be genuine in sales, I guess is the point that I'm trying to come across in. And, and how I achieve that, um, you know, it's, it's by doing the simple things. You know, I really believe that face-to-face interactions are, are still king in prospecting. Um, yes, I still send emails. I still make phone calls, but I spend 90% of my prospecting time out on the streets with business cards in hand, uh, and sometimes donuts, but just trying to enter into those face-to-face conversations, um, you know, because I, I try to view it as, you know, how would I perceive this? And, you know, I've never once uh, really given a sales phone call any opportunity or any lot of day. Um, emails can get lost in the shuffle, but if I'm meeting somebody face-to-face, um, if I do the homework before, I know the key decision maker, um, I know them by name. I can request, you know, hey, is, hey, is this is, I'm Alex of ProSource. Is Danny available? And, you know, I can get into his office. Then that's an opportunity for a genuine conversation. And uh, really what I look for, secondly, is a conversational piece. And so just me personally, 
I, the first five seconds that I'm walking into somebody's office or an organization, I'm looking around, what's on the wall? What's, what's the degree on the wall? Uh, what photos are on the wall? Is there anything that I can connect with that I can start a genuine conversation that is outside of the solution that I'm trying to sell? That way, no matter where the conversation goes on what I'm trying to sell in terms of a solution, I still have a conversation piece in which can further the conversation and allow that relationship to still have a foundation. And an example of this is I was at a large car dealership uh, about a month ago, walked into a lady's office. She was the office manager there, and I immediately saw a Tom Brady uh, portrait behind her desk. And uh, that led me into a follow, you know, hey, are you a, are you a Buccaneers fan or a Patriots fan? And, you know, we spent 10 minutes talking about her fandom for Tom Brady uh, that included laughter, uh, jokes. And I've always said, if you can get somebody laughing with you, then, you know, they're going to give you five, 10 minutes of, of their time. Um, and so uh, because you've already built that that rapport that relationship of uh, without even outside of of you know here's a quote here's a proposal here's a solution here's what i can bring to you as an organization so find a conversational piece break the ice with something that's already of interest to them because you see it in their office um and then thirdly joseph uh, just looking for pain you know if my solution as specifically being in the print industry um, if, if what I provide as an account manager, if it can't, uh, drop costs on print, if it can't boost a workflow efficiently, uh, efficiency, if it can't make their life easier in terms of how they print, copy, scan, fax, um, how they are trying to go paperless, whatever it may be, then I really don't have a solution and I'm wasting their time. So ask open-ended questions, um, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your current provider? Uh, you know, have you seen a dip recently in your current, um, you know, service from your current provider? Are there any uh, workflow pains uh, that are that are current that you're currently experiencing? So uh, look for pain. Um, and that's just another way in which they see that, hey, this guy's not just trying to throw a proposal at me, but he actually wants to study my workflow process so that he can be a, a true partner and not just a vendor um, that who, who just wants my money at the end of the day. Uh, partnerships are always looking to how we can help the client succeed, how we can help the business succeed. And the only way we can do that is by asking diagnostic questions, which that's why when we go to the doctor, you know, the doctor's always, you know, what's been going on? How, how are you doing? You know, they're asking questions before they prescribe us medicine. So that's just kind of the, my thought process in that. Yeah, I love, I, I, I'm totally on board with what you're sharing. It really aligns with a lot of the things that, that I think about sales and that, I, that I, uh, that we talk about on the show and, you know, it's really, how can I build genuine relationships with people? And, you know, is there a way to get a face-to-face -face meeting with somebody? And I, I, I'm with you. I mean, a lot of the times it ends up being, you know, more of these virtual conversations for me and, you know, where, um, just with where I'm located compared to a lot of the companies that we work with. Uh, but just figuring out a way to have at least an, an online conversation where it's one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and, and having that uh, genuine connection that way. Um, but then what, what you're talking about, finding a way to build personal connection with somebody. It's not just, 
treating them like they're a transaction, but really, you know, looking for ways to, to build that rapport with them. Um, and then, um, yeah, just, just, uh, I love it. It makes a ton of sense. Well, and I'll, I'll add one thing too. you know, some people, they, they may think about it, but, you know, here in Eastern Kentucky, you know, I live in a small town around 5,000 people. Most of my territory is towns, you know, 3,000 to 10,000 people. And, uh, you know, but I, I, I visit large corporations, you know, sometimes, you know, our, we're headquartered out of Cincinnati and, you know, sometimes we have larger corporations in central Kentucky. So, but study the context of where you're at. Like if I'm visiting, if I'm out prospecting in a small town, you know, does it benefit me to be in a suit and tie, you know, looking more, you know, dressed and and fancier than 99% of the population there? Or, you know, should I dress like the the folk there in that town? Uh, And so I always try to, to blend in with the crowd. I mean, I don't want because people in eastern Kentucky, man, they, they can smell fake a mile away. And if they see a, a salesman coming in with a, a really clean, nice tuxedo or suit, they all automatically have, have written me off. And so if I can if I can wear a nice you know, button up shirt and, and a pair of blue jeans and, and, and blend in with how they you know, dress and, and just you know, present themselves in that community, then that helps me, you know, go even further in building that relationship. And so just a small thing that I've, I've learned like that, um, you know, not every town is the same and not every organization is the same. And so, um, you know, try to try to meet them where they're at. And that even goes to how we even present ourselves and the way we dress. Yeah. So Alex, what is the, what's the wildest thing that's ever happened to you since you've been uh, I know you haven't yeah. been in sales for a super long time, but what's yeah. the craziest thing that's ever happened to you to this point? Well, I'll, I'll say two things. One was um, I was curious on if it would even work. But uh, so the first one is I went to a, it was a fairly large account of a competitor of mine. And um, I had a strong belief that if I said that I was with with ProSource that I wouldn't get very far, you know, the the secretary, the you know, the, the guardsmen of the accounts would, would shut that down pretty quick. And so I just walked in and I said, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm my name's Alex. I'm, I'm here to see the copiers. And, uh, she said, Oh, okay, Alex, that's fine. And I had full access to all of their print equipment throughout the whole organization. <laughs> and it, you know, it just allowed me to see what they had and, and take some notes of, of, you know, how I thought, you know, down the road we could benefit them. But, um, that was pretty wild experience. I didn't think that that would work at all. Uh, then secondly, uh, there was a cold call and it was in Pike County, you know, school. Um, it was a complete cold call. Just walked in, was asking, you know, Hey, how can I help you guys? This is what I do. I walked out of the school probably 15 minutes later with, uh, a contract, their current contract, um, uh, a scheduled print assessment. Um, and I mean, that was like 15 minutes and I didn't, I walked in, not even knowing <laughs> the principal's amazing. name. Uh, and so I was like, well, that's, that's pretty wild. That doesn't happen very often. So, um, and it hasn't <laughs> happened awesome, again man. to me yet, but, but that was pretty crazy. Yeah. But you keep that consistency of pounding the pavement and <laughs> you're around to hit it again. <laughs> it works. It works. I love it, man. Yeah. Well, Alex, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Really appreciate it. You shared some, some great insights. Oh, it's, it's an honor, man, and a privilege. Thanks for having me.